Welcome to Close the Door and Come Here, a Song of Ice and Fire podcast with heavy leanings towards our two favorite characters, Jamie and Brienne. Man, there was a bear bear, all black and brown and covered in hair. Hi, I'm Clotho, and you can find me at Clotho Spindle on Twitter. I'm joined with Chicky. Hey, I am Chicky. I'm at the Chikrin on Twitter. Devin. Hey, hey, this is Devin, GD Harpo on Twitter. And Kama. Hi, this is Kama, and you can find me at Oxford Splice on Twitter. Okay, we're going to be discussing Arya's fourth chapter in A Clash of Kings. Uh, so the same trigger warnings for potential discussion of rape and violence. Uh Okay, so we'll jump right in, and Yorin and company, they're finding decomposing soldiers in the river. They're looking for a spot shallow enough. Um, they're trying to get the horses across and maybe even the wagons, but it doesn't look very hopeful. Um, Lomi, Hot Pie, and Tarber start a mud fight while this is going on, and Aria's kind of, you know, a little like brief little relief for them, and Aria's observing... Kurt's catching fish and with his hands and she's thinking, oh, it looks easier than catching cats. And, you know, kind of they have, uh, there's midday scout reports back. Uh, Yorin kind of wants them, you know, they kind of need to find a way across. And um, the only thing they found was a burnout bridge. Um, you know, he's kind of mulling this about out loud and says they can't really abandon the wagons. Uh, so they have to head north um, to a town the best you can make out is you know where the river and the lakes on the western shore meet that might be the best option uh they you know he figures once they're there they'll sell everything in order to hire a boat to heron town and the plan is to then you know either buy new horses or seek help from lady della went at heron hall and that's kind of our you know i guess we get a little oh yeah this is this is an interesting conundrum. Who knows what would have happened if they'd made it across this river? Hmm. Oh yeah. I don't know. They probably just would have gotten More. caught by some Stark forces and been in trouble. I don't know. Yeah. I think it would depend who was in charge, right? I mean. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what they would have run into on on the other on the other side. Yeah. Yeah. We kind of and it, you know I think. Well, I guess I can read the next little section, but we got kind of this idea that, you know, Yorn's sort of held on to that they're, you know, which is true, they're neutral and nobody's their enemy and they should be safe, which is like, you know, unfortunately not accurate right now. Um, so Hot Pie's like saying he's scared of ghosts to Arya and she's thinking of old Dan's stories of men being burnt alive in their sleep and, you know, the, the sort of why people imagine these things is happening is like the evil King Heron and Aegon dragons, you know, Aegon's dragons attacking and melting part of it down. And, but she's not frightened. She's kind of like, okay, she's looking forward to this because she's figuring lady went, you know, friend of their family will escort her home. Basically, you know, someone's, this could be someone safe essentially is what she's thinking. Well, she never thinks about it, but her grandmother was a went. Yeah. Oh, Okay. So uh, actually, like a Kat, connection. Cat's mom a... was a went. Yeah. Okay. okay. I don't know if that's why she feels confident, because she, but she doesn't actually think it out oh, in, yeah. in the chat. So I don't know. I don't know. That's cool. Maybe it is just the Did fact it. that they're Tully Bannermen. I don't know. But what is the situation in Heron Hall right now, though? Like, what's the situation there, like at this time? I'm trying to think of the timeline. 
I couldn't. I, I, I couldn't know. remember, and it's, probably should have looked it up. But it, well, it like, must be. I mean, it must be the Lannisters who have it, right? Because that's where the Lord goes. Isn't it Tywin and then Bruce? Um, the Lannisters. Yeah, but I think the, yeah. Tywin gets there after she's there, doesn't he? The the Lannisters. I'm trying have to it. remember because it goes back and forth with who owns it. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. Like he gets there after she does, but I already think at this time like that. She's the, Lannisters just, hold it. the Lannisters do already have it. So she I lost think it's up I think it's Amory Lorch that holds it. Or is it after so. who locks her? Doesn't somebody lock her in a tower and she eats her? Fi- is that the right person eats her fingers or no? I think it's. Oh no no that's uh that's, that's Ramsey Bolton. That's, oh yeah, uh, yeah. unfortunate first wife. Yeah. Oh yeah. that's somebody else. Okay so <clears throat> what so what happened? Do we get so what happens? to Lady went or is she just she does die. She, okay, but she's still remember. alive at this point probably. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I, don't know. I, mean, I don't think it's anything really horrific. I okay. think it's, so oh, no, I think she yields it and she just, like, nopes out of there. Oh, okay. And I don't, I mean, honestly, I don't think there's, it's Lady Shella went. She's the last of her line. Oh, Shella, okay. So it's not like there's children or anything. She's only using part of the castle. Okay, so Tywin approaches with the army. She yields Heron Hall and flees because she can't deal okay. with it. And they okay. take. Okay, this has already happened because. Oh, um, okay. I'm Thank reading directly from the wiki. <laughs> good. Those... Well, I mean, so basically, Tywin, uh, this, this must happen earlier because although Shella is stripped of Heron Hall, which is granted to Jano Slint in King Joffrey Baratheon's first session of court, she is a. Among the nobles listed in that same session who must do him homage or be declared traitor. So she just must be out there somewhere. That's in Game of Thrones. Okay. So I don't know who's got it now, and I don't know where she died. Okay, but it's not I'm, pretty her. Sh- I'm pretty sure Amory Lorch goes straight there from this chapter. So I think they, that he is holding it for the He's Lannisters. holding it? Okay. okay. I know he sense. held it at one point. For Tywin, and I know that Tywin will show up after Arya is there. I'm pretty sure, anyway. Okay. So, yeah, but I was just going through the chapter, and like I just thought, well, Yorin mentions it, and then Arya has her thoughts about it. And I'm like, I don't think y'all have the right assessment of what's going on yeah. at Heron Hall right now. That was like, I, didn't, <laughs> no. I didn't think it was safe. It's like a false hope. Yeah. Well, and it is like we we, we had talked about when we were um, reading the John chapter that preceded this. Um, you know, there, there's kind of a, an eeriness to the fact that this this town that they come to later is completely abandoned, and that they've been running into completely abandoned holdings and and you know huts and stuff along the way because the people have all just noped the fuck out of here because it's just too scary. It's yeah. the war going on. Okay, I, I think I know it is definitely the Lannisters right now. Okay. And then, because um, they've got all of those northern prisoners. Okay. And then after that, they get, you know, the castle gets retaken by the north, and then Bruce is holding it. Bruce has it, yeah. So I'm pretty sure right now it's a Lannister kind of stronghold. At least according to, again, that source, the wiki. Yeah. But it, it it is really sad here because yeah. you just see you, you see poor Yorin who oh gosh yeah <laughs> alas poor Yorin um <laughs> is 
has been doing this run his entire, you know, time that he's been in the Night's Watch. He's been through war in the Riverlands before and has never run into anything this bad, which really says something about how the rebellion went down, I guess. Disturbing, yeah. Um, yeah, so th- this is this is just, you know, you really feel sorry for He is trying at every at every stage. I mean, in the beginning of the chapter, he's like, you know, trying to, to get across the river on his horse and he can't do it. And, you know, it's just like he is just trying at every turn to figure out what the best choice is. And it just there is yeah, not a good choice. You know, you can tell he cares. He's trying to save everybody. Oh, he's yeah. Doing, he's doing a good job, you know, of, of, of as much as he can. You know, it's just with the information yeah, he's got. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, diving back and in. holding on oh. to, well, well, he's just holding on to. We take no part in this. We'll be fine. Yes. Yeah. And, yeah, and, and that point a... is made like a couple times in the chapter, <laughs> which like, is well, reasonable. Nobody's... Because how long have they been around? And that's been the case. Exactly. That's really thousands of years. It's like we're nobody's enemy, but we're also nobody's friend. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. And, and this is a good illustration of how that can go down when you cling to that concept. Yeah, because nobody else cares, particularly yeah. who finds them. Right, that's like this total breakdown of like kind of like what those social mores and what they should and shouldn't do. Um, so he's, you know, as you said, he's nervous. He splits uh, groups up to search the town and tower house. Um, he takes for, you know, he goes off to search that himself. Um, Wath takes Arya, Gendry, Lomi, and Hot Pie, and they're looking for boats. Um, they only find one rotten rowboat, and Arya's thinking in her head, okay, if the rest of them are gone, then they, they took off, like, in a hurry, and they took off by boat. Um, Yorin reports the tower house is empty when he returns, as it's starting to get dark. Um, he, he said he's decided that they should stay, you know, the hold fast, because to me it doesn't sound very high, but I mean, I guess, you know, he's like, they have protective walls 10 feet high. Um, Aria tells them, you know, she's trying to warn. She's like, the, there's, the townspeople knew the danger was coming. That's why they're gone. Um, and they kind of like, he's, that's right where he states about, you know, nobody's their enemy. They should be safe. And she's thinking he can't trust anyone. So we kind of get it from her. Like, you know, she's young and experienced so much already. That's bad. It's like, yeah, she's not gonna. She's not buying that. Um, yeah, it's just I, I. They don't seem like they have a lot of options. Kind of forced into this. Um, uh, he's, yeah, it, it's just what are you gonna do? It's like <sighs> that's it. They're yeah, there. Yeah. What else are they supposed to do there? I mean, you know, yeah. it's the best they can do. Um, he's assigning people different watches and you know cooking duty and I think this sort of it's like get this everybody's just getting really quiet. I think they know, you know, it's like they're trying to, I guess, make the best of it, but um, Aria can't sleep. She's trying to doze off and she's polishing needle, um, you know, wakes up and hot pie, asks her where she got it from. And, yeah. It's like trying to sign sound a little personable conversation with her. And she's like, you know, my brother gave it to her, to me and she starts to share that she has lots of brothers, but then she's lies. So to kind of, you know, so they don't get hot on her trail and figure out who she might be. She's like, they're all older, and they taught her how to kill people that bother her. So that shuts Hot Pie down, and, you know, he's like, okay, I was just trying to make, yeah, I could kind of picture his voice, I was just trying to make conversation, and he, oh. you know, it's more like, these leaves are alone after that. Oh, gosh. Um, she fa- Okay, this is an interesting, so she's falling asleep, she dozes off while listening to the crying girl, and she dreams of wolves howling, and that wakes her up. So she's, you know, she's, so 
she heard is that the idea or does she think this is her dream or does she really it feels a little warg-like okay it feels like a wargish situation since she's the only one who heard it i don't know what do you guys think i assumed it was a warg thing i mean i could be wrong yeah about her, the I felt same. Real. okay yeah. yeah she's uh just Adamant. Creepy Stark yeah. shit. It's just some <laughs> creepy Stark stuff going on. And then right that moment, like they're like suddenly right after that, she hears um, Kurtz blow the warning horn. Um, and that always freaks me out. I don't know what are the that you know whether it was in the show or just imagine in your mind that kind of like that's I don't know what it is about that imagery. It's just really creepy. Or maybe that's old like the you know what the biblical kind of thing too. The horn and it's just an eerie thing. Oh, it's like a siren. It's yeah. just, you know, you, you just down. assume it's a warning. <laughs> Doom. Um, so they hurry up and dress themselves. Uh, they rush to the gate and up on the parapet. They uh, see knights and Arya recognizes the Lannister banner right off. And Yorin's kind of still like, you know, they're up there. They're not like that's if we'll see what happens in a moment here. But like, you know, they're not really at this point too to wary, I mean, the wary, maybe not scared, terrified. Urine tells them the town folks are gone. You know, the knights suggest that he could be one of Beric's men and they're hiding the rest. And they're looking at their cloaks and they're like, you know, she's like, well, maybe they think it's like the house Dondarrion, similar, like all black and not seeing any, you know, sigil. But uh, so Armory, Armory Lork repeats the order to open the hole fast in Joffrey's name. Um, it kind of escalates pretty damn quickly at this point, and Urine tells him they can burn down the town for all he cares, but leave them alone. You know, he's just like pass by, and uh, Arya wonders why they can't tell that they aren't. You know, that 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 the, they're just knights, watchers, you know, not knights and lords here. Like, you know, gonna be a, you know, they wouldn't be a threat. And Gendry tells right. her that they don't care. You know, it's that, just true. You know, yeah, it's just not an issue for them. Uh. Lork pretty much just, and it's so funny because he declares them rebels and then like you know they, they underline that this is how broken down things are that he's kind of like i forgot the exact word but almost like lazily kind of was it languid or something signals his men to aim for urine and uh, the spear kills Walt instead but it's just like he's calmly ordering them to kill everyone inside like okay just another well like, it's the complete yeah this is the complete abrogation of all the social mores all the rules i mean We've lived this in the U.S. I mean, yeah. this is just, we're going to do whatever the, the hell we want. Yeah, it says, like, storm the walls and kill them all, Sir Amory said in a board voice. Yeah. He does not care. You know, they're just... Well, and he's he's particularly bad. He's one of he's one of, of Tywin's henchmen, along with, yeah. like, the mountain. Amory Lorch is... Oh, uh, I believe the one who killed Rhaenys Targaryen. Oh, yes. Oh gosh. Yeah. Yeah. The, yes. He's in the storming of the like Red if, Keep. So this is yeah, nothing, not, this is nothing new for him. Okay. No. 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 I mean, and if he had no problems killing a baby like that, he's going to have no problems killing a bunch of watchmen. Exactly. So he's and been kids. given. So the idea that he's been given free reign, just like you know, wow, what's his name? Well, what's good? I mean, there's no consequences. Um, I mean, yeah. even and I. I suspect even if there were, like, even if it was, I don't know, a situation where, you know, there was some Lannister person in there who got caught up in the shuffle. He's not, I mean, his boss certainly isn't a detail guy. No, not the details. <laughs> you know, I mean, he's not going to. There are no consequences. No. So he's Tywin is not firing people for killing yeah. too many people. That's not yeah. what's happening. <laughs> okay, that's a good <laughs> Oh gosh, that is the truth. 
Oh, so you are. It just, gosh, it just really gets it gets messy like really fast, and you're in orders them to hold the walls. Oh, gosh, poor hot pie. He's just my friend. <laughs> so now he's starting to turn a little nicer. I feel like I can sympathize with hot pie. Um, yes. He's he's panicked. And Aria tells, you know, she's lying, which is like, okay, it's easy to fight. And she's screaming. Then I was wondering, I guess she figured no one was, why is she screaming Winterfell? Like, wasn't, wouldn't that like, I mean, I know why she she's doing this before. I yeah, think she like, did this another time too. So it's yeah. like kind of like give her away. But I mean, I guess. Ah. <laughs> I think it's dark. There's chaos. She she's a little out. kid. It's not like she's, you know, Robert Baratheon bellowing out. With yeah, her that's true. <laughs> I mean, it gets her amped up. Is anyone like paying her... attention to this kid yelling hot pie? I don't think so. You know, <laughs> these are people who are going to figure yeah. out who's who after they're sorting through the bodies. They're, yeah. If they do that, they're not worried. Now. She's good. <laughs> oh gosh! So that they start attacking anyone. It was just so like, oh gosh! It just seems even so. Just this little bit of details about them hacking the hands is kind of gory, you know. And and Arya and Gendry and Hot Pie are battling together, and you know. This is what I, I kind of, I keep saying that I missed this on my first read of her. Like, I kind of got a really negative view and she kind of creeped me out. But, like, I do notice she does often, she, you know, she's feeling sorry. She mentions it's horrific. They're killing this man. And they can tell he's an older man. He's got wrinkles on his lined face. And she's like, she feels sorry for him. So it's like, there's definitely like this. It's not like she just, well, she's focused on other people the whole time. Like, yeah, the, yeah, the girl who's definitely. crying, I think, is Weasel. I mean, they don't name her now, but I'm pretty sure that's the, that little girl they found who's sobbing and they don't know what the hell to do with her, but they've got her. And she's like one of her thoughts when they're looking at could someone at Harrenhal like help them is like oh, maybe yeah. Lady Went would know what to do with this little girl. So, I mean, yeah, yeah there's definitely that. This, this idea that connection. she's a killing machine is garbage because yeah. there's her yeah. humanity is is there. Yeah. Well, and she always wants to protect. She's yeah. pr- she's almost always protective. You know, she's almost always protecting somebody, even when she does some of her worst things, like when she kills, <laughs> when she will in the later book, kill the Night's Watch guy. What's his yeah. face? Oh, yeah, um, yeah. You know, she's oh. doing that because she thinks she's a Stark, and that's what needs to be done because to abandon the Night's Watch is yeah. Uh, punishable yeah. There's always by death. A re- like a legitimate reason. That yeah, not I'm not saying be, I'm yeah. not saying every, every kill is justifiable. Just yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know, like, you know, she has she doesn't just run around killing for fun. She she's I think she acts from what she I mean, it may be skewed towards the end of the books, but she's always got some sort of moral compass, I think. Yeah. yeah. Well, and you can fucking see how it fucking gets skewed. I mean, here's Well, she, yeah, I mean, she's oh, I mean, this gosh, kid is literally manning. <laughs> Manning the walls during a battle is what's happening. This is a small scale battle, but this is this is literally yeah. a little whole fast being overrun, and she is right in the thick of it. She is yeah. on top of the walls, like hacking at hands, hacking these guys that are coming over the wall. I mean, I can't imagine doing this at her age. I mean, this yeah. is insane. I couldn't do this now. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's oh my gosh. Yeah, it's and then all it's, it's you know like. I kind of forgot how good a job George does of framing Gendry in a really uh, heroic. Oh yeah, yeah. He leapt, he leapt down. That was my next thing. He leapt down into yeah. the yard. He just goes for yeah. it. Yeah, he's yeah. And like when he picks up we we all the little crying girl. You know, yeah. is it Weasel? Does she... so I can't I'm remember. pretty sure this is Weasel. I think yeah. that is. I think that is who it is. This Weasel. Because and when he ends up with them at Harrenhal. 
picks her up, you know, I mean, like they're, they're not let, they're not, they're, they're doing a no man left behind as well as they can. Yeah. And, and that, oh, and this also speaks to, you know, kind of like, oh, why did she do that? But like the urine shakes area, um, declaring the battle loss and orders her to gather survivors and escape through the tunnel under the barn. Um, he returned, you know, he's being brave too. He's like, he returns right back into thick of things of the front, basically their yeah. front line fighting. Um, Gendron area find Lomi. He's got a calf wound. Uh, Garen, um, they find Garen, but he's too seriously injured to help. Um, then here's the crying girl. Area drags the crying girl along with her. Um, the barn's now on fire. And this is the part, like, she notices the three prisoners. So Arya tells Gendry to take the girl, and she goes fine as an axe. Like, she, it, it's not like, it's right, that she actually makes a little bit of effort to get this, to bring this back to them. Oh, um, yeah, she talks about how difficult yeah, it is to force yeah. herself to go back into the barn. She yeah. risks her life to save these, yeah. you know, horrible guys in this cage. Because she doesn't think it's right to let them die. I mean, you know, yeah, and this so is, in the end, yeah. that is... Very Arya. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah. that's just Arya to the core. Because, I mean, I know. It's like you think if anybody deserves to die, it's like, oh, God, there's two. Well, well you know, I, I, I would know. argue Rorge and Biter. <laughs> yeah, not, know. not, yeah. No, yeah, I, I was going to say, this is a, this is a, this is one of those moments where, like, things could have gone very differently because you know that Jockin will save Arya later. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, but yeah, at yeah. the so same time, at what cost? <laughs> Rorge and Biter. No. I don't know. Because and that's the last thing she you know they sort of say the last thing she hears is the hacking at the wagging and she hears this uh as she dives down into the tunnel, she hears it splinter so that's our clue that they're going to somehow get out in this brief amount of time but um she's like only goes a dozen feet she hears the barn crash down and a cloud of heat and black dust and she's holding her breath she kisses the dirt floor and she cries so you know it's pretty this is some oh god intense stuff for her. It all just I mean, escalates so yeah. quickly. But I mean, throughout this whole thing, she's worried about the animals. She's worried about people. I mean, yeah. Oh yeah, they have the, I forgot they mentioned that. Yeah, she's. That's what they go in there mention about the animals and. Oh. Poor little Arya. This is yeah. such a, and it's like it all just gets worse from here. It never gets any better. Oh gosh, I know. I guess this was the last of like, well, a little bit. I mean, they were. I guess they're still scared and on the run, but they had a little bit of. But it's like, in a way, this is at, this is at least straightforward yeah. fighting. And yeah. what she's going to run into at Hall is, ugh. Yeah. Did we have any mail for this chapter? We do. Um, Cardinal Girl 75 from the Discord asks, I love the symmetry between this chapter and the previous one. Both John and Arya are coming upon places where there should be signs of life, only to find nothing and not sure why. Both of them are growing fearful about this. John thinks of ruffling Arya's hair, and Arya talks about how he gave her needle. Both of them are with someone cowardly who proves themselves able to overcome their fear when the situation is dire. Pot Pie's battle cry of his own name will never not make me laugh. (laughs) Do you think that by this time... um, George was still thinking of a John Aria romance, and that's why there were so many parallels here. Or was it coincidental? Hmm. I'm hoping no. But... <laughs> he he couldn't have been at this point. Yeah. No, I given think their relationship done. that we yeah. see in the first book, like he couldn't have been thinking of. Yeah. Goodness no. Yeah, um, so I, I think it was just coincidental. 
I'm with Devin. I think he went and scrubbed it out of the first book or tried to. There might be a couple of things you I, could I wonder about. I think he tried to change book, it into more of a sibling relationship. Sibling, yeah. 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 Love, yeah. I agree. Um, and then Buck O'Hare on the Discord asks, what do you think would have changed if Yorin had survived this chapter? Mm. Oh, God. And managed to get the, the, the remaining people together again at the end? I don't know. I don't know, because I think this was just inevitable. I mean, they're just at the south shore of the God's Eye at this point. How would they ever have made it north? I mean, they, they, they would have eventually run into something like this, no matter what. I think they still end up at Heron Hall. Yeah. yeah, I don't see, because they're trapped there. Yeah. And I mean, even if, I mean, when they get to Heron Hall, I mean, that's pure hell. I, I don't know. I mean, and I don't know if Roos would have. Like if Yorin had managed to like, huh? They had managed to stick it out, and then they had identified them as Night's Watch. I mean, I don't know if that would have made any difference. I kind of think no. Yeah, I I don't. I think I think it would have. It. I mean, it may have gone sideways a little differently, but it still would have all. It's still sideways because they run into like, and I think in her next chapter is when they run into the mountain. So I mean. Out of the yeah. frying pan and into the fire. Gosh. Yeah, it's hard. I, as I was reading this, I couldn't remember how much of if that, any of that was in this one. And I was kind of, I don't know if I'm doing the next one too, but I was relieved. Like, I don't I was like, oh gosh. Yeah, that's just awful. Yeah, <sighs> poor Lomi. They really, mm-hmm. he does a good job at getting you, like, giving you just enough to get, like, attached to these characters. <laughs> it really is something like, you know, I, we've talked about this before. We usually record two or three episodes at a time, and we've recorded three episodes today. This is our third of three, and you know, we did, you know, a Danny <laughs> chapter and then a John chapter and this. And it is just amazing. I mean, number one, the conceit of George to assume that he could get readers who would invest enough to keep track of all these characters. But <laughs> the way that each POV character has an entire just ecosystem of characters yeah. around them and that they're all unique and interesting and you actually care about truly tertiary characters, not even secondary, yeah. but I mean like way, yeah. way down the line is really a testament to how well he can write people how quickly because you know it's just you know a few lines and suddenly you care about somebody it's it's pretty incredible yeah it's amazing actually yeah skills (laughs) oh gosh okay any more thoughts do we have any more mail or is that it that's it for the mail any more thoughts Oh gosh, just bracing myself for what's to come. We're what like like a sixth of the way through a clash of kings, and I'm like, oh, just like oh, tensing up at the thought of how much further it's gonna go. Gosh, this, this book only gets worse. Yeah, I know. So it just and it's so bad for everybody. There's nobody, everybody. <laughs> nobody's having a good time in this book. It just always makes me think of before I decided. Well, to start Joffrey with... is, but oh god, yeah, <laughs> god. I just remember this Amazon review where someone was like, okay, I really love this series, but I'm warning you, don't read it because it's about, it'll suck you in. It's so depressing and it just keeps getting more <laughs> depressing. <laughs> like this big warning. <laughs> oh, gosh. And here we are. <laughs> oh, you could reach us at close the door and at gmail.com on Tumblr and close the door and come here at tumblr.com. Submit questions to the chapter threads on the Jamie and Brianne subreddit. Follow us on Twitter at Dort Podcast. Um, please like, review, and subscribe to us on iTunes, uh, Podbean, Google's Play, Stitcher, 
uh, wherever you might listen. And please support us on Patreon at Close the Door. Um, Closing the door, get out.